0: to you live from the chamber of Haunters studios this is haunting you i'm your host keoni hutton
1: and i'm leslie reed
0: and as usual as or at least has has become our uh, our trend these last several weeks there is no john scheldt because he thinks his newborn son is more important than us like come on john what is that
1: it is a pretty cute kid i gotta give him that I'm,
0: it's a good thing he took after his mother that's all i'm saying yes but anyway, we are very excited. We have been spending a lot of time on Haunting You, talking about the haunt that we're getting ready to build for 2021. But right in the middle is, of course, convention season. And so we've been going to the convention, we've been talking about them, and last month we had Miss Linnell Freeman on to talk about Texas Haunters Convention. And without us even realizing it, that episode has kicked off a series where we get are getting to know and getting to talk to uh, a lot of the, for lack of a better word, uh, the leadership of the Chamber of Haunters. So this episode is turning out to be number two in a series of the leadership of Chamber of Haunters, and we are extremely excited to have Miss Andrea Vaughn, the Advisory Board Second Vice President, and Miss Ava Johnson, the Region 4 Director from the Chamber of Haunters, here to talk to us tonight. So welcome, ladies. How are you doing?
2: Great. Good. Hello. How are you?
0: I am doing fantastic. So tell us a little bit about yourselves, first of all. How did you get your start in haunting? Uh, Give us some background. Set the stage for us.
3: Okay, well, I'll go first because my background is a lot smaller than Andrea's. (laughs) Um, So I got into haunting maybe about five years ago now. And uh, I kind of bumped into Andrea at another meeting for uh, community theater,
0: Okay. And she kind
3: of uh, kind of tracked me down and handed me her business card and said, Come work for me. <laughs> um I, I didn't know at the time that there's like a look that haunters have a look apparently. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> just spot them. and she she rec- you know, she saw me and she was like, You need to come work for me and I was like, Yeah, yeah and I just put the business card in my my, my purse and went went about my nights. But then uh, the the haunt actually happens behind my house. Like, the park is... I live on the edge of the park.
0: Did Did you and know I that before to... she offered you her business card?
3: No. no. Like, I knew, <laughs> I knew... Like, I heard the screams the the year before. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I had heard the screams, and so then I was like, wait, hey, is that what that is? The Which screams? tells you we're doing it right.
1: I was yeah. going to say, That's that right. it sounds That's like that right. means that you have a running a very, very successful operation back there that <laughs> yeah. crosses across the park.
3: Um, so yeah, that, that led me to say, Hey, you know, maybe I'll, I'll go in and do this. More things in the community can't hurt. So I showed up at auditions and then I've been doing, uh, of Horror with Andrea. Uh, also then I helped her start Curse of the Bayou a few years ago. And ever since then, we've just been building our brand, I guess, together. Um, going to other haunts, uh, guest acting at other, um, other local haunts around us, things like that, getting to know people in the community. But, yeah, my background is very, I mean, five years kind of a long time to some people, but it seems like nothing (laughs) when I compare myself to other haunters when they're like, I've been in the industry for 40 years.
0: That's true.
3: But, yeah, uh, very just, you know, so now I help her run. Um, I'm the assistant director of The Hairette of Horror and Curse of the Bayou.
2: Uh, Best business card I ever
3: handed out. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, so that's um, you know, that's kind of my experience in a nutshell.
2: We also branched out. Um, Ava has a lot of tech genius, so we uh, create escape rooms together. Ooh. And then after we were doing that, because that's kind of her baby, she's really, really into that. And then I was like, well, now I want to do plays. So we <laughs> do community theater as well.
0: I totally sympathize with that. I love community theater. I worked with a elementary school drama club for several years, building their sets and running the stage. It was so much fun. I have a special place in my heart for theater.
1: That is so rewarding. Yeah.
0: It is so yeah. rewarding. And Leslie, you were a theater kid too, weren't you?
1: I was for very, very, very many, many years. <laughs> and while I did do plenty on stage, I like running around in black. Yeah, Yeah, really good at
2: it. Crossover between theater and haunting for sure. Um, I know haunters don't like to admit it, but we're actors and theater nerds. (laughs) I mean,
0: every haunt is you're just putting on a show, like every time, every night.
3: Interactive theater. Yeah.
2: Um. So I started. I actually started in theater when I was six years old. I was doing a play for like some summer camp I had and I was just one of the characters and the main character came down with mono and she was 12 years old and they were (laughs) like, you, you get her part overnight. (laughs) And I was sick and I, 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 my mom helped me stay up and read, like learn the lines overnight. And I actually learned it all and was able to pull it off. And, and that just kind of sparked that fire where I was like, well, I'm never going to stop doing that. Um, (laughs) So that was a lot of fun. And when I was about, 14, my mom was driving past Haunted Trails, and they said actors wanted for a haunted house, and she goes, yeah, that that's where you belong, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, <it is." laughs> So I actually started haunting in 1998, so I've been haunting for 23 years. My second haunt was um, 11th Hour, which is, you know, a lot of people in this area, that I'm near Chicago, a lot of people out here remember those, but I've been around, I worked at Statesville, And then when I went to uh, college, I started doing just like I would be it would be a weekend and I would be like, all right, I'm going to go find whatever haunt is nearby out here in the boondocks and and just start and just ask if they need help. So I never have gone a year, even pregnant. uh, I have have three kids. Um, I've never gone a year without haunting in some form. But about seven years ago, I was uh, working at Statesville and I was wearing my Statesville hoodie on a bus to go see um, a magic show downtown. And the woman driving the bus was like, hey, I work for the Park District, and they're actually starting a haunted house, and they would like someone who knows the industry to kind of come in and and help start it. And I said, well, I also have a theater degree. I I, uh, teach English and theater for high school. And I was like, so, yeah, I'm qualified. Like, I'll come in. After the first interview, they're like, just have it. (laughs) We don't know what to do. <laughs> um, so, they, they put me in charge, and so I've been running Hayride Ride of Horror for seven years. I am the creative director, the operator, and then I also act and, you know, I, I, I try to do it all. And then we opened Curse of the Bayou, uh, what, three years ago? Four years? I don't know, the pandemic year doesn't exist. Yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's a pretend year. Yeah. It's
1: a pretend year.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, we opened Curse of the Bayou probably three years ago, I want to say. And, and both have been very uh, successful, especially for a park district haunt. It, it's like the park district is our home, but we're a haunt inside of it. Like the park mm-hmm, is just mm-hmm. like your thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so we, you know, we stay within those bounds. Everything is family friendly, and uh, we have Curse of the Bayou is more adult based, but uh, Hayride Horror, the Hayride, is supposed to be family friendly and everything like that. So our actors range from age is six to ninety. And uh and we, we we invite everyone, we have a lot of fun and we our our goal is to introduce the next generation of haunters and the next generation of people who want to go see haunts.
1: That's so beautiful. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, so
2: we're trying not to scare the kids away. And actually I tell my actors, if you scare anyone below your waist height, you are going for low hanging fruit. You're not <laughs> yeah. you're not a big fan. Like you're just going for that, like, that's not a, that's not fun. And they, they'll they get in trouble if I find out they did it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That that's is a great so way to amazing. bring in, bring in those kids when it's like, this is fun, scary, not scary, scary.
2: Yes. And, the, and there's some adults that can't go through a haunt without, you know, being themselves, but there's some kids who go over and over and over again every year. They just stay there. Their parents give them like, you know 50 bucks and send them to our haunt and then they just stay there all night and they talk to (laughs) our front of house actors and they go through the ride twice and they they we have fires bonfires and movies playing on a screen and they just don't leave (laughs) those teenagers are becoming you know the next haunters
0: yeah yeah uh how big are your haunts like how many actors uh what kind of throughput do you get in a season
2: so we have up to 200 actors wow but that's, yeah, but that's so much that um, when we get that many, I'm often, like, hoping that a few of them call off. Um, and, and so usually a night, we can go range from anywhere from, like, 80 to 100. Okay. Because okay. when you have 200, you get half of them every night. You know, uh-huh. it, it trades off.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah.
2: Our throughput is about 8,000 people a year. 8,000 okay. people for the whole season. Uh-huh. The season. Um, five to eight, depending on weather. So it, it's good because we're only open from 7 to 10. We don't do late. Since we have a lot of children working for us, our mm-hmm. last ticket is sold at 10, but we usually stay there until about midnight, letting those last people through. Sure. Um, but we usually have a pretty good line, and, and it's unless it's raining or really, really cold,
3: we, we do well. And uh, we're only open on Fridays and Saturdays, mm-hmm. so we don't mm-hmm. have any other days in the month. So. Which
2: gives us chances to go guest act at other haunts awesome. or to just mm-hmm. visit other people.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to ask, uh, Illinois, kind of known for big snowstorms, and they can yeah. come early. Like, how's that affect your
3: season? It did snow that year. Yeah, it yeah. snowed
2: yeah. two yeah. years ago? Yeah, two
3: yeah. years ago. Before,
2: yeah. yeah, it was bad. Um, it's, you know, we're so used to it. It's so funny, because I'll have, like, seven-year-olds coming up to me, like, we're still going to hunt, right? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. there's a blizzard. There's a literal
1: blizzard. Go home. Um, <laughs> no, no, I have a good jacket and a hat. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And they come in with t-shirts and I'm like no like we costume them but you're supposed <laughs> yeah, to have layers you know yeah,
4: yeah yeah Um
2: so they're all die hard but uh yeah as a park you know we have to say it's too dangerous we have to close or that mm-hmm. there there's too much flooding or um uh, so that causes a lot of problems but uh luckily that is insured through the park and I don't have to worry about it
0: <laughs> Yeah that <laughs> is a go. plus I definitely yeah, remember sometimes growing up, uh, I was I had to rake the snow off of my freshly turned graves so you could actually see them.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, snow, well, snow, snow like and graves don't plan.
1: go. You no, know, you just yeah. plan your costume and everything else around expecting snow or and a big puffy jacket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's
0: and you're
1: no good to go.
0: either. <laughs> no, never.
3: <laughs> no,
0: not
2: here. Oh, but it's like they say, if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes.
0: Yeah, seriously. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Uh, t- tell me more about this haunting while pregnant like oh, yeah, haunting is exhausting point. how <laughs> how
2: um so my first son i was uh, i had him at like 27 years old and um, I actually was working at a haunt over by uh in orland and I wasn't that far along so there wasn't that much problems my second kid I was exhausted it was very <laughs> Tiring, and I was very cold. I like couldn't stay warm because like I don't know why. Usually pregnant women are hot all the time, but like it was so cold that season I think, and I just mm-hmm. didn't have the power to stay warm. So I I I was not doing well. But my third kid, I was actually running my own haunt. That was the first time I was. It was my haunt, and I was pretty far along. Like he was born, uh, you know, in January. So oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I was I was big, and it's funny because my character Dolly. I've had this character for fifteen years now. And Dolly is dressed like a doll, and she has a little baby that she carries with her that doesn't have any eyes. So people were like, oh, what's the matter? You killed that baby, now you're making a new one? And and they thought it was a fake belly, and I would be like, (laughs) grab their hand and put it on me. I'm like, this is real. Like, um, yeah, it was was hard. I was going up and down hills, like, oh, man, at the end of the night, my feet would be so swollen. Oh, I believe it. Stop! It was my hunt. You can't just sit down and be like, I can't do it. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. And the
2: baby actually came out the smallest. Like he was, he was so. Young. I was like, oh, I didn't barely gain any weight because I was just running though. <laughs> like he was seven pounds five ounces. My first kid was 8 13 So yeah, he, he was a little smaller.
0: <laughs> that, that's a pretty solid exercise regime while you're well pregnant. Yeah.
2: Oh, I was getting like ten thousand steps. We, we Wow, pregnant.
3: The, she always wins. Well, during the haunt season, we compete with our step counters. So I'll be like, "How many steps did you take?" Oh yeah.
2: But she wins because I get on the golf cart more.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I gotta go further, so well, I gotta get on the golf
3: cart. I gotta go just as far, but I don't wait for a golf cart. I just, she start just walking. walks. She just got go. um, <laughs> Six foot stride. I don't. Um, there's so much space at our haunt, like between it, it, buildings. Yeah. Be like it's acres. It's acres. Okay. So, uh uh-huh, Uh huh. Like, the costume room is up a hill from the props area and the meeting area where we start out, and then... It's the, great for the little kids to run, but yeah. we're like, no! <laughs> and, then, and then the actual haunt is across a bridge over a... Um, over a river, over, through over, the woods, <laughs> to grandmother's house! Yeah, over a small creek, so there's a lot of space, a lot of distance to cover... Um, if you need to get there quickly. Sure, if you want to stroll in the park, it's, it's fun. It's but perfect, but... When you've when you got to run and set up something over here and then jump and go over there... It's... Or they
2: call on the thing and they're like, hey, this kid hurt their knee, we're not sure if they're okay, and you're like, i got to get there I gotta now. i got to run. <laughs> like, yeah, you're like, <laughs> anybody gonna... have a golf cart? No? Okay, my pregnant butt's running.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you blew my mind a little bit with, with your description of the haunt. Like, what is this park when it's not the haunt season? Like, what are you repurposing these buildings? Are you there all the time? How, how does this work? (laughs)
2: You're cute. We put (laughs) it up in two weeks.
0: The buildings and everything.
2: Everything. And it is so much work.
0: I believe it. it. So much staff.
2: Yeah. uh, My staff that actually builds is about seven.
0: Seven. You do. So you put everything together in two weeks with seven people.
2: Okay. So, Three years ago, it was two people. Four years ago, it was just me. But it's, um, we have to wait because the park has disc golf.
3: Oh, sure. It's the largest disc golf course in the state of Illinois. Like, the most popular. The canyons at Delwood Park. So Uh
2: people come out of state to do this And and they're very possessive of it. Like they don't pay to be there, but they're like, This is my park and I'm like, okay, (laughs) but I'm just putting this up right here. And they're like, What are you
1: doing here? I'm like, What are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like some of the Frisbee golfers I know. They're very very territorial.
3: I mean some of them are are really polite, but others No, absolutely, of course.
2: course. Um but you always have your bad apples. But like, yeah, yeah, so we are putting up we have two weeks because they have a um a military event. In mid-September, it used Mm -hmm. to be called World War II Days. Now I think it's like Military Remembrance or Military History Day. And they have like a helicopter, like a Black Hawk, come in, and like they have like this fake battle and like all these awesome things. So they have to like destroy the park for that because they take part part of the battlefield to make it look like there's like dug in um, trenches,
3: trenches, yeah. logs and all kind, and and there's little cabins that are built there permanently there's three mm-hmm.
2: little cabins that i already have built and i finally got electricity out there a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> i can't daisy chain to this anymore um but yeah they they yeah. destroy the whole park for this and then they put it back together so i have two weeks to put everything up after they put it back together
0: that is intense
2: yeah i'm super so we're, impressed we're raising walls um all night we do we put we have a 40 by 40 maze
0: uh-huh.
2: uh and it, it's like a house um and we put that up. my dad is 56 years old and he comes out there and puts it up overnight like in one day yeah and uh yeah we just get it we just get it up like well, there's no other options so you just go
0: hunters find a way it
2: has, it has to be done and then last year we ended up uh, having to ditch it all because the storms, the blizzards came in, not last year,
3: I'm sorry, the, 2019. The last year we could act, yeah.
2: yeah. the last year we were open. We weren't open for the pandemic. Um, in 2019, the last day of the haunt, the blizzards rolled in, and then they never left for like three weeks. Yes, oh. So we had to go back and find our stuff under the snow. Oh, jeez. Hey, and it like, was just me and oh. you. It was just I her think, and I. yeah. And we were just out there, just digging up our props and crying over everything that was broken.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so terrible. Oh. We
2: did. We did a home haunt last year at yeah. my house.
3: Uh uh-huh. huh. How, how did that? How we put our home haunt on?
2: We did. Um, we made it very uh COVID friendly. We we sprayed everyone with alcohol, and everyone had to wear masks. <laughs>
1: and we
2: sprayed all of right. our actors. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, the good stuff. Yeah.
2: No, we had. <laughs> We had um, actually one of those like uh, things that you uh,
1: put a fertilizer weed, a down, weed or yeah, oh weed yeah, sprayer, yeah.
2: And we put like 90 proof alcohol and water in it, and then we would weed spray people's hands. Oh, I love it! For, like ten times, I'm like, your hands are gonna fall <laughs> off.
0: Yeah, seriously.
1: <laughs> oh, but that's such a great <laughs> oh, idea. honey so What was your theme?
2: The home haunt was called Hex House. Okay. And, nice. um, it was a witch, it, it was, the theme was that a witch lived in the house and that she was trying to do all these experiments and they all went really wrong. Like she couldn't keep them under control. Mm-hmm. And so uh, all of the, th- all of things in the haunt were like things that she, that got vastly out of her power. <laughs> so like these monsters that were taking over and like getting her because she, she messed up so bad.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's great. It was
2: really, it was really good. We got, had like over a thousand people come through.
0: Wow. That's impressive. <laughs>
2: For a first year home Haunt, I oh, was yeah. surprised.
0: Yeah, no kidding. I, I think the best we ever did was what 500 with Arkham, something Arkham, like that.
1: Arkham was five to six hundred, yeah, somewhere in
0: that range. But the... and
1: that's not counting your neighborhood kids who just kept right.
0: going went, went through multiple yeah. times. Yeah, I wasn't counting them. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> there were adults that did that. Like there was groups of adults that went through like six, seven times. People came back.
0: That's what I that's what I love to see.
2: And they came back with money, so I didn't complain. I paid my mortgage. <laughs> there
3: you go. Even better. Yeah. Even better. Right? It um, was donations accepted. Yeah, we mm-hmm. of course
2: didn't charge, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. we had enough, you know, at the end to split it and, and I mean, we we put a lot of it towards more haunting. <laughs>
0: Always. <Yeah>. Always. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, how is it working with kids? I mean, it sounds like you've got a very wide age range of actors you're working with like Yeah, Yeah. we have
2: the most kids that I know of in the industry. Um, Did you ever hear of the Fright Stuff documentary that Michael Myers is doing over at, um, what's the name of his production company? Oh, I I, can't even think of it right now. Um,
0: No, but I'm intrigued.
2: ah, Yeah, he works, he does Days of the Dead. Okay. You know that? Okay. So he's doing a documentary called The Fright Stuff. I don't know when it's coming out, but... Um,
0: oh, I, I did hear something about that. The Fright Stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you
2: can look up the... You can actually look up the, um, what is it, promo on YouTube, uh-huh. if you look up The Fright Stuff, it'll show you, like, a... It's like a two-minute promo. It's pretty yeah, nice. it's pretty nice. Um, but I don't know when the actual movie's coming out, but we were actually in that promo heavily because we have kids that, that act for us, so that was kind of, like, the rarity of having the children... Um, it is wonderful working with kids. I am a teacher by trade, but I had to stop doing that because I have a special needs child. And once he was born, I kind of had to stay mm-hmm. home with him. And then I got the haunt. And I was like, why would I go back to
1: teaching? <laughs> um,
0: oh, I know lots I mean, of teachers who would agree with
1: you. That, that degree was totally worth it. Um, <laughs> don't, don't, don't teach the kids. Scare <laughs>
0: yeah. them. Yeah. Scare okay. them.
2: Don't scare
1: Teach um, them um, to scare. It'll,
2: we teach it'll, them. Yeah, we teach them everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we have... Probably twenty percent of our actors are are under the age of fifteen, and they are wonderful. They are in character from the minute they step out of their parents' car to the minute they go back in it. You can't break them. You're like, "Are you hurt?" They're like, "Mm." "They're crawling up to you. (laughs) I'm a zombie. I can't talk to you. I really need water." Um, They are. They're wonderful. They are so into it and so willing to put aside, you know that that suspension of disbelief and become that character they're playing out there for the mm-hmm. four hours that yeah. they're out there.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and you cannot, you cannot stop them. Their parents are like, I thought it was too cold, but they won't let me keep them home. Like, I'm like, I'll get jackets. Um, <laughs> so we make sure they have snacks. We make sure they have hot cocoa. We make sure they get cough drops. We,
3: feed, we have a meal before uh,
2: like an, like a full dinner, like uh-huh. catered mm-hmm. dinner.
3: Nice.
1: Do you yeah. do you pair them with either an especially your younger your younger kids like you're under ten? Do you pair them with either an older kid or with kind of a an adult just to help keep an eye on them because you know kids do have a tendency to especially when they are in that play zone of you know forgetting the everything else around them.
2: Yes, yes. so we train them pretty heavily. We have um, okay several days of training before we open um, that we don't require you come, but we, we very highly, highly digested. encourage. Mm-hmm. Yes. And most of the kids don't want to miss it because they just want to be there for anything to do with mm-hmm. Hayride. Yeah. Um, and then if they're under the age of 13, their parent has to be on site. And like okay. I told you, okay. we have a 20 foot, movie screen, and we have bonfire pits, and we have, um, like, Mr. Salty, he sells, like, popcorn and, like, pretzels and things like that. So the parents just hang out up there. But if they're Mm -hmm. under the age of eight, their parent has to be right next to them Mm -hmm. the whole time. Mm -hmm. So either the parent acts in the scene, or if they're too, like, shy to act, the parent will sit behind the scene. Like, they'll bring a folding chair and just sit Mm -hmm. there. So the parents kind of, like, bring their own snacks and sit together and talk and, like, have fun. Um, but in every scene that is made to be a kid a kid scene, because I have to make scenes that I'm like, I, I need someone to so throw many ki- 20 have, kids. Yeah, so many
3: extra kids, yeah.
2: We have a parent kind of babysitter or a very, like a mature teen to watch that group. And then a lot of times there'll be one section where all night we're getting the, uh, I'm the parent in the graveyard and these kids are out of control. <laughs> so we have to go. <laughs> um, yeah. But mostly it's silly things like, yeah, the kids, uh, they keep, talking in zombie but like zombies don't talk we don't know what to do about that <laughs> and I just come up like you can't talk and they're like okay <laughs> so it's never been anything No. I think the not. worst thing we ever heard was a kid was vaping
3: I think that was the worst yeah. and I had to go be like you can't do that here no somebody pulled a knife oh but they're like playing with a knife yeah yeah, yeah. Like, there was like yeah. you,
0: you can't drop something like that and then not tell the story
2: um so there were a couple actors in the scene and um they were teenagers though these were like older teens they were like 17 17 ish yeah yeah Yeah, and a couple of them weren't listening because like people were coming and the girl was like hey there's a crowd coming get in character get in character and the guys were teasing her and they weren't getting in character and so she goes listen get in character or else and she pulled out her knife (laughs) She didn't open it, she just held it. (laughs) So we immediately had to get the police. This is my new favorite person. I know, she was kind of badass, but we had to get the police, get her (laughs) out of there. She was actually not allowed to come back that season. Um, and then we spoke to the kid who she pulled it on, which he's one of the manager's sons, and he was like, "It's fine, I get it." Like, <laughs> so it became like this drama, but it was um, easily handled. And yeah. yeah, we usually have like silly problems like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Leslie, that sounds like someone
3: after your own heart.
1: It really does,
3: right? Right.
2: <laughs> I'm threatening
1: like- I'm threatening to threaten you. <laughs>
3: yeah. And then with all the teens um, going up and up to. The kids kind of start to age out at a certain point like they get to 18, 19 and then they go off to college, they mm-hmm. get a job. Uh they or they just, you know, kind of feel too old for it or their friends aren't there anymore.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, their friends have aged out or moved on. So yeah, we usually get kid, we usually get them in that sweet spot of 12 to 20.
2: And then the ones that are really die hard, yeah. they'll stay and be on our our management team. Yeah. You uh-huh. know, they've grown or they'll just stay and say, "Hey, I'm always going to come act, uh, but I have a full-time job and I have, you know, school or whatever. But I'll just be here. I'll show up the day of. You can get me in whatever costume you want. I got to leave as soon as it's over. Like they're not there to do
1: extra. They're just there for what we need them for. Mm-hmm. And then they're yeah. gone, which is great. Which, which is
0: good because that, mm-hmm. I mean, you, showtime you is when you need people. Too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just need yeah. bodies.
1: And- need the yeah. people who are like, I'm. I'm absolutely here. I just can't do anything but this and yep. but for this i will i will be here 100 percent and that's awesome that you guys can have that kind of combination coming back year after year
2: yeah it's great a lot of the kids ava always calls it uh summer camp because a lot of the kids they like they're like I miss Hayride and I'll see their snap stories and their Instagram stories and everything and they're just like is it Hayride yet and I'm like it's December we just finished <laughs> yeah. like I need to sleep <laughs> uh, but they
3: love it and at, yeah. at, at the like audition we're having auditions in August August 13th and 14th um, and so you know usually I um I get up and talk to I kind of run it to let Andrea sit down and and, and kind of Sit from the back and spy the audience. Watch them, well,
4: well, well, pick them out. while well
3: I put on the show, and I always say to the newcomers and the the, the kids that come back every year, I say, look, uh, this is gonna go by really fast. This is one month that you're gonna be here and you're gonna be with your friends, and in November you're gonna wonder how you're gonna wonder like how fast it went by. And so I said, these kids that come back every year, they're coming back to hang out with their friends. They're coming back to see these kids that they might go to different schools, but once they meet, once they see each other at Hayride, they just fall right back into it and they're mm-hmm. running back and forth with each other, playing in the park, or just, you know, doing whatever teenagers do on their phones together. Um, so yeah, I, I look at it, it's like a very, uh, it's a very special place for teens and teenagers. The little kids like it for what it is. It's fun, they get to be spooky and uh-huh. scary, but like the teens, it's like a place for all the misfits that don't really have anywhere else to go mm-hmm. yeah we're not the mall crowd uh, yeah yeah <laughs> you know so you get this broad spectrum of of people that normally might not fit together in school but when they come to hayride they're all family and, and they all they all recognize that and they i think that's really it's really special about having so many kids and teenagers is we're like we're we're a teaching school is what we say yeah Uh, you know, we're not, we're not so professional that we can't allow for mistakes and stuff like that. Yeah.
2: We let the kids help build, like Mm -hmm. obviously the older ones, um, we'll we'll be like, Hey, you don't know how to use a drill. Come here. I'll teach you. Like, Mm -hmm. I I mean, I have a degree in teaching theater. I'm allowed to do that. Um, (laughs) So we'll, we'll teach them uh, and we'll say, paint that. I don't care if it looks bad. Like try, learn, it's a haunted house. If it looks bad, that's
1: That's okay. It just Um, adds to it.
2: Yeah. That makes it better. It's more real. Uh So we want them to feel comfortable and like they're learning and like they're gaining something out of
3: it. And, and that they're valued. Yeah.
2: yeah. And they really do love it. I've heard, you know, because we're big about anti-bullying and I tell them, I, I do a speech, you know, every year and I say, there are kids here. We have children with us. You you older kids need to set a precedent and an example. And I'm like, you maybe you didn't sign up to be a babysitter, but they're here nevertheless. And if I find out that you are... You know, treating the kids poorly, bullying anyone, um, doing anything inappropriate around the children, like, uh, which obviously not, you know, I mean, like, they have a vape or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm like, you're gone, you're gone. And they really respect that. I've actually heard one kid say, like, um, one girl came and told me she was like, yeah, I was saying something like, oh, I'm not sure if everyone's gonna like my new look. I'm afraid I'm gonna get bullied. And this other girl told me if you bully are bullied by anyone at Hayride, I'd tell Andrea. She'll get them out. <laughs> like they're like she will like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. be on it right away. Like you're you're they're gone.
0: It sounds so, like you have good. it sounds like you've made a really safe culture uh, at your haunt that is incredibly inclusive, just welcoming everyone who who wants to come out and have some good time. Yeah,
2: we try. We have a new manager and he's really struggling with all the pronouns um, because just every time he meets someone, he's like, give it to her. I'm like him. And he's just like, I'm trying. I'm like, I understand. And he just came up to me the other day and he was like, so I'm not I'm, I'm He's like, I'm really not used to this. And I really have never seen anything like this. He's like, I am really am trying to understand and be inclusive and everything. And I'm like, you're doing fine. I said, you can ask them, what's your preferred pronoun? And he goes, that's a thing you can ask? I'm like, yes. <laughs> that's a thing I that, thought that would be please ask. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, please ask that. Because we have a lot of kids who go by they, and, you know, and so I'm just, and he's just like, uh. but he's really trying, and he's respectful, and, yeah. you know, if he was bad, I'd be like, all right, bye. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, I'm not calling, you know. Yeah.
1: Don't that's have nice. to be perfect, but trying is, and making that genuine effort to yeah. give everybody a chance to feel welcome, appreciated, and identified for who they are is so important. And yes. I love that and you guys think, are doing that.
2: Yeah, and I think he, I think the kids understand that. Mm-hmm. When they are uh, misgendered or uh, yeah. something, they immediately realize, okay, he's new. Let's either let it go or teach him. And mm-hmm. I immediately go and say, oh, well, I'm going to teach him because mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm not there for that. I'm not there to let that go. But yeah, and we, you're the you boss.
1: Well, you're yeah, the boss. You're right. the one who sets you're the tone them. and lets mm-hmm. the kids know that even if they don't feel comfortable correcting someone in a position of authority, or they know that like you have necessary. their back and that you will yes. do it.
2: Yeah, a lot of kids are like it's okay. I'm like, no, it's not. That's not that's not okay. Like, yeah. I'll fix it for you.
3: You don't have to deal with that. Like, yes. Yeah.
2: Even my son doesn't like to be called Griff. He like he'll just be like, Mom, they're calling me Griff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what? people should be what they want to be, and we should correct them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we have a large LGBT. Population within Hayride. Yeah, Um, absolutely. And I feel like one queer kid, a couple queer kids came to act, and then they went and brought all of their friends every year. (laughs) They are like, hey, the queers! Yeah, like, hey, theater kids, hey, choir kids, everyone from the GSA, like, come to Hayride. It's really fun. And so we've built, like, a larger and larger inclusivity. Yeah. um, And we've got the
2: D&D kids, and we've got, you know, all theater kids. Yeah. All, all brand of theater. Which we
1: are also yeah. the DD kids.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All brand of theater. Every branch of nerd.
1: Guilty? Yeah. Guilty? What, what am I being charged <laughs> with? Let's not look at all the Funkos on my bookshelf behind me. <laughs>
0: <Ooh>. <laughs> oh, we are having so much fun. Time is just flying by. we got to take a quick break, real quick, uh, so we can hear from our sponsors, pay some bills, and then we'll be right back into it with Andrea Vaughn and Ava Johnson.
1: All righty, and welcome back to Haunting You with us. We have Andrea Vaughn and Ava Johnson. Um, everybody, welcome back. Thank you.
0: Thanks. Oh, sure. You bring an intro, and then you don't you don't have a question ready. I'm very disappointed in you. Come on. I don't on, have Les. a
1: question. Who said I don't have a question? <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Then. So we know that both of you guys, uh, as in addition to your hayride and your Bayou adventures, um, you are also part of the Chamber of Haunters and yes. part of the Chamber of Haunters um, executive level. Building and growing um, this organization that is, I think, so crucial to to the haunt industry and to bringing together all different types and levels and people within the haunt industry. So why don't you tell me a little bit more about what you guys do as uh, second or advisory secondary VP <laughs> <BP laughs> and the Region Four director?
2: I, I I don't even know what my title means to be honest. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I am the second vice president, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Basically, the chamber is really up and coming. It's something that's really uh, trying to make so many fun and and right decisions for haunters and bring us all together with the tools that we need to succeed. And... um, As the second vice president, um, I think part of my job is to just provide a lot of those tools. So we've uploaded our, um, you know, our handbook and some classes that I've taught and uh, like improv that I've taught some of those uh, outlines so that other haunts can be like, oh, how do they do auditions? I, I'm brand new. Like, I would have loved this stuff seven years ago when I was starting, <laughs> and I was just writing it up myself or searching the interwebs. There was this one book I found. It was, like, How to Make Your Own Haunted House, and it had the worst pencil drawings of, like how to make a dummy. <laughs> and I was like, if you got this far and you don't know how to make a dummy, like, <laughs> you're in the wrong business, son. Like <laughs> <laughs> So it, it's something where we need a way to, you know, pass this information on to people who are looking for it and who are hungry for it because mm-hmm. this industry is, is technically pretty small, mm-hmm. but it, it is, you know, a million dollar industry and it is growing. And there are a lot of people who don't know where to turn. And since things aren't factory made for us, we, we don't have bulk items. We can't just be like, mm, I need silicone hands. Like, where do I go? <laughs> you you got to wait for spirit to open and get those, or you can go to trans world if you're allowed and invited. Um, but it's like, well, maybe I can make that. You don't realize how hard it is or how easy it is. Mm-hmm. So the the chamber, I believe, is trying to give these ideas and put them out there. And also just give, like, references if you need a lawyer. If you're like, oh, I have, uh, you know, I have to get insurance for my haunt. Where do I go? Well, here's the insurance we use, and it's great. It's right here on this, on this chamber website.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and they give you a discount if you're part of the chamber. Or... You know, which podcast should I watch? Haunting You. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. So, yeah, I think it's it's kind of just this place to go to get the information that we all wish we had when we were starting. Uh, You know, when I was 14 and started haunting, I had no idea where this would go. I thought it would just be like a one-time thing. But it becomes something you can't stop doing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's so hard to succeed at to make mm-hmm. a life out of because it's one month a year. So I think the chamber kind of is helping people who are in it to to do that to make a life out of it and giving them the tools they need to succeed.
0: That's amazing, Ava. Explain to me how uh, how the regions work and your role in promoting the chamber.
3: Okay, so the um, the the lower forty-eight states are broken into regions. Um, we have the Southwest region, Northeast, Southeast, Midwest. <laughs> like, you know, pretty, pretty logical, I, I think. Uh, uh, Northwest. You know, broken I, up. I don't
2: know geography at all, so I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> I'm, just trying, I'm,
3: I'm just trying to um, break up in my head the, the Lower 48, and uh, they're they're just broken up, so it's an easier chunk to manage as far as who fits where, uh, where 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 people should go in what region to get that information. So my job is to be the the person who helps spread awareness about the the chamber in that region. So I would be the, you know, if if someone needed to get in touch with the chamber and they're like, okay, well you should email Ava Johnson. She's the person that you would get in contact with. You live in the Great Lakes area and she can point you in the direction you need to go. Um, And so, yeah, my job is promotion of the, the chamber for, um, For that region.
2: And we've also worked together to make some Photoshop files for the chamber for, um, you know, just helping with that kind of end. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like I said, Ava's a very tech savvy person. And I'm more artistically savvy, so we could kind of together can make some damn good Photoshop.
0: By our um, powers combined.
2: By our powers combined, we make logos. Um, <laughs> we do. Like, and then we tattoo them on ourselves, because why not? <laughs>
1: Seems absolutely yeah. perfect.
2: Yeah, we absolutely have our, our, our hot logo. I know you. this is a podcast and you can't see, but it's tattooed right there. Oh, love it oh, I love, love it. it. I love it. That's great. Um, so, yeah, we kind of work together to do those kind of tasks that are needed, and, mm-hmm. and right now, it's growing, so anything that they are like, hey, we don't know how to do this, we'll, we'll try to help, you know?
3: Yeah, and, and it's, um, yeah, Andrea covered it pretty much. What the chamber is all about is education. It, it's pretty much a resource for for haunt owners and up-and-coming haunts to uh, get ahead instead of Fallen, uh, all those pitfalls that first, second year um, haunts fall, you know, have. You can go right to the chamber, and we can basically say, "Don't do this. Do this. Um, go here. Don't go there." And, yeah,
2: maybe we don't have the best advice, (laughs) but we have the tried and true advice. That's right. We've been there. We've done it. I think combined, the chamber has a thousand thousand years of uh, haunting experience. (laughs) So, um, yeah, we
3: have some. We've been there. We have some pretty big haunts,
2: yeah. Like, even I, at times, am like, oh, I don't know what to do about this situation. Oh, yeah, there's a lawyer in the chamber. I'm going to email him and be like, hey, what do I do about this? Um, you know, and there's other people in the industry I like to reach out to, uh, Japes is, Japes Palace is a great contact, um, for anybody. Uh, he always has genius information and I know that he does like actor training and things like that. So I, I'm always like, oh, I'm going to ask him and he, if he can't help me, he usually knows who to pass me on to. Mm-hmm. So the chamber's just another kind of like, here's this really good guy in the industry who knows what's up.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and I mean, how often is it you just got to find the right guy who knows the answer and yeah. your problem yeah. can go away?
1: Exactly. Or the guy who knows the person to send you to who's going to give you a, a better answer. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's a great way to build a network of support.
2: Yes. And yeah. they've been through it. I actually started haunting with Japes. I don't know if you guys know Japes. Do you?
0: I have not had the opportunity mm-hmm. to meet
2: him. Okay. Um. Anyway, I started haunting with him when we when I was, like, 15 years old. So I'm always, like...
0: I know him. <laughs> <laughs> <There he is. laughs> it's awesome. What was it about the chamber that drew you to it? What made you want to <laughs> <me.
2: laughs>
0: <laughs> What made you want to like be part of their be part of the staff?
2: Um, I am all in for haunting. I I love the industry. I want this to be my life. I never want to stop doing it. So when someone says, you know, hey, do you want to join this? It's a haunting thing. I immediately go, let me look oh. into that. <laughs> yeah. And, and I really liked what I saw. And I thought, okay, these people are up and coming. But, you know, it, it looks like a great it's thing. It's valuable.
3: Yeah. We're providing, the chamber is providing value to the members. Um,
2: mm-hmm. And then as, as because I was one of the first people to sign our haunt up, they immediately emailed me and said, hey, we're looking for board members, whatever. Like, Mm -hmm, you're mm -hmm. the only person in this region right now. Can you... And I actually started with her job. Yeah. (laughs) And so they were like, can we you know, sign you on as the board director for the region? And I said, sure. And then after about a year of being that, they were like, oh, you know what you're doing. So can you be second vice president?
0: (laughs) We want to give you more responsibility, but we're not going to tell you what it is.
2: Right. And then they were like, but um, do you have someone else who could take your position? And I was like,
1: do I? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have just the lady. <laughs> I
1: love it. You never know what you'll get unless you ask.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I like to, you know, stay abreast of all the pertinent topics. And I like to meet people in the industry. When I go to Trans World and I bring my group of actors, I always say, please network. Please get out there. Meet people. Be polite. You know, represent us in the best way possible so that we can keep growing and keep meeting people and keep learning. Cause the more people you learn, you meet the more you're going to learn from them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we love to guest act at other haunts because I mean, I'm, I'm, we're very friendly with all of the haunt owners yeah. around mm-hmm. us. They we have their back. They have our back and everyone knows that like we have Statesville and Hellsgate, John LaFlamboy and I are, are friends. We're very close. Uh, we've got midnight terror, Justin Cerniak. I'm great, you know, great friends with him. So any haunt within that 30 mile radius, we try to say, we're going to be friends. We're going to meet each other because this is our family. We're not competition. Mm-hmm. And anyone coming in saying we are competition, the whole haunt family is like, mm, that guy's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And it's and a it's very great. small was, community, so yeah, everyone Hans will Hans know. Me up. What? I said it's a very small community, so everyone will know.
2: Exactly. Yeah. They'll all know he's a jerk. Um yeah, and, and then you know, you get things where Hans call you up and they're like, Hey, I've got, you know, forty piles of walls that I don't want anymore, and I'm like, I have a truck, It'll be right there.
0: <laughs> walls? <laughs> yes, I tell me, need Tell me more. Walls.
2: Yeah, especially at forty dollars for a two by four right now. <laughs>
1: Seriously.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm hunting old closet doors right now to use as walls because I can't afford yeah. real no. lumber.
2: Yeah, my dad, uh, you know, like, my dad is our, our lead builder and has been since we started. Um, And he called me and he was like, yeah, so this year, my budget, we're just going to fix the things we have and not buy new <laughs> stuff. And I was like, that's the smartest thing you've ever
0: said. I, I think a lot of people are saying that this year. <laughs> I
1: can afford that. Yeah, yeah. I was
2: like, I'll buy you screws.
1: <laughs> Do what you can. Exactly.
0: So for the for anyone listening who is not currently a member how do they find out more about the chamber how do they become a member
2: um i think you can just go to the website chamberofhaunters.com and they should have a buy a membership right there they have prices for individuals they have prices for like your whole haunt if you have a haunt um and i think they're giving like I don't want to say anything that's wrong.
0: <laughs> it's okay, I'll cut it out if you do.
2: Okay, I think that they said if you if you like have two people signing up, there's a discount or something like. oh Yeah, that See if be I can wrong. find that real quick. Because <laughs> I know when we signed up, I signed myself up, and they were like, "Hey, you get another person free," and I was like, "Cool, <laughs> <laughs> nice." So if you go to chamberofhaunters.com and then you click on the right three lines, it'll say chamber memberships. If you go there, it'll just say join now at the top.
1: And we will uh, provide a link to the Chamber of Haunters and to their membership page on all of our social media. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our website.
2: And you can also find us on any social media at (laughs) hayrideofhorror.com. Hayride is one word.
0: (laughs) And and all of that will be linked in the show notes as well. So you can find it wherever (laughs) you found this podcast.
2: You could also look up curseofthebayou.com. We we had to buy all of the addresses, so nobody else took it and made At, it something
0: weird. So is there nothing there on Curse of the Bayou? You just uh, bought no, it and haven't link,
2: done it? It'll oh. link you to the Hayride stuff. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I told you she's tech. <laughs>
0: That's right. We, we need to talk more. Okay. I need help. <laughs>
2: Anytime.
1: What's your favorite part about being a member of the Chamber of Haunters?
2: I really like talking to the chamber. We have meetings kind of like every other month or so. um, And everyone goes on to this big zoom call and it is just a group of the friendliest. There's like this woman from, I think Texas who with the most soothing accent and she's just like, she's, you know, everyone's just so friendly, so sweet the lawyer's sitting there telling us, like, we don't want to do that. I have advice. And I'm just like, I will listen because <laughs> you're a lawyer. <laughs> like, um, so it's so nice, you know, to meet those connections. And I'm a people person. I love people. So I love to meet new people. And anybody who's competent in what they do is impressive to me. So having those friends to reach out to and say, hey, I really could use help with the wording on this. Or I can, you know, this this is something I want to offer you guys, some pictures of my haunt. You want to put these up somewhere. Mm-hmm or whatever it's just nice having that that group to talk to
3: there everyone everyone on the board of the chamber <clears throat> is very dedicated there's yes. no nobody is there half in like everyone that's on the board is like what can we do to provide more for the members and
2: that's what they say every week or every, every meeting they're yeah. like we want to give more we want to give yeah. more give us more ideas. yeah yeah let's do more stuff for the people signing mm-hmm. up so it, they really want to make it 110 percent worth it i did not Mm -hmm. silence my phone
3: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's nice to be a part of a group that the only focus currently is on the member like the membership and what can we provide for the members it's and with all of the experience that all the other haunt owners including ourselves have we can find things to give them uh you know to give the members to reach out to the members we created a facebook uh group for the members to, to kind of get in and, and be able to ask questions and have other members, not just the board members, come in and answer and help. So
2: Yeah, you can are, just go to Facebook, Chamber of Haunters, and, and join that yeah, as well. To and get so we're, some information. We're, grow,
3: we're growing our reach, our, our, our social media influence and our, and our reach of uh, what we provide. So hopefully we'll hit a critical mass at some point where the Chamber of Haunters will be recognized, you know, when someone says, I'm a part of the Chamber... You will know exactly what they mean. You know, mm-hmm. there won't mm-hmm. be a question of what what is the chamber doing Which, do? which what chamber. Do yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Is that a naughty chamber?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, but also the chamber of up. <laughs> <laughs> There's
0: the chamber and then the inner chamber.
1: Unless
0: <laughs> you have any other any questions you want to ask, we are getting very close to that one hour mark.
1: I think that really kinda kinda covers it, you know, just chatting about your, your haunts that you guys are putting on. I love what you're doing with you know, really trying to bring in kids into the industry and not just to bring them into the industry, but to give them a safe place to be themselves. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. I I absolutely that just warms my heart that you guys are doing that and doing that with haunting. Shucks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I'll give you an opportunity then, um, pitch yourselves, uh, social media, whatever. How can people get in touch with you get in touch with you if they want to? And what social media should people be following to find out more about what you're doing?
2: Sure. Um, first I wanted to mention to Leslie, um, not, I, I might be selfishly doing it because my children love the haunt as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my older son, he's nine, and my youngest son is four. My middle son is seven. He's he's no. He's like, no. As <laughs> soon as we turn the lights out, he he hides under a blanket. Like, he's gone. He's like, Mommy might be getting scary. <laughs> we have shirts with, like, haunt actors on them. That we make shirts for our, our haunt, and my son will see the shirt, and he'll just be like, nope, not looking. <laughs> uh, but my <laughs> other two sons are big into it. And having the other kids in the haunt, you know, the older kids see my son at school, and they they say hi. And they say, you know, my son has that group to go to. So not only is it, you know, we love all those other kids, but my kids are learning and growing. And, like, my one, my one uh, my best friend had said once while we were at the haunt, she was tickling my son, and, you know, we call her aunt. And my two stepsisters were there, and they were walking over the bridge, and they were dressed as these creepy twins holding hands, kind of <laughs> shining esque uh-huh. And um, I was a doll and I was uh, I was talking to my son and he was like on the floor being tickled. And my my friend looks at me and she goes, he's going to have the weirdest childhood. <laughs> 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 and I go, good. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. Like, that's the memories. Us, the the that's... bridge were like, hey, Griffin, like to my, you know. So, like, that's what I wanted for them, and that's what I'm happy to pass on to them, that inheritance mm-hmm. of this is the industry that you're going to grow up into. Uh-huh. And I don't know any industry I'd rather grow up <laughs> into than the haunt industry. Yeah. I mean, theater was good. Haunting is even better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> um, but now we can...
0: we can. Yeah, so please, plug yourselves. Uh, plug <laughs>
3: uh, you can find us on everything, uh, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter... Yeah. Just search Hayride of Horror.
2: And we have our own website, hayrideofhorror.com.
3: Perfect.
2: And if you look up Curse of the Bayou, you should be able to find, find us. Find
3: us somewhere.
2: We're on curseofthebayou.com. We have a Curse of the Bayou Instagram, I think. Don't
3: hold me to that. Um,
2: <laughs> we have a Hayride of Horror TikTok, but we uh, have not posted yet, but it will be coming soon.
3: Yeah. So we we try to... We got everything. We. Yeah. We're,
2: we're trying to keep up with the kids.
3: <laughs> and... One of the pluses of having management that are twenty year olds is they're on top of those things, mm-hmm, and yeah. we can mm-hmm. just pass it to them. And so they, they keep that stuff running for us with our input. But
2: yeah, we have kids who started with us when they were seven years old, and they're now managers. Um, you
4: running
0: right, your fiction. social media.
2: Yeah, and like yeah, he was eight when he started, I think, yeah. and now he's fifteen, and he's um he's doing our props. And he's, nice. and you know, his sister's a year older than him. And she is our costume manager. And mm-hmm. she came up to me and was like, I would like to run the TikTok with her friend who's another manager. And they they're like together
3: a PowerPoint. They had a
2: PowerPoint. It was yeah. so cute.
1: Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, oh, I love and it.
2: They were like, we want to we, we talk to you. And I was like, okay, come on over. Because they, they all know where I live. <laughs> and I was like, come on over. We'll talk. And they brought a PowerPoint presentation, and they were like, "We want to open a TikTok for Hayride of Horror. We want to make it family friendly. We want to do this. We want to do trends, but nothing sexy, nothing, you know, swearing, whatever." And I was like, "Oh, I can't be sexy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But I love it. They they came up with a pitch and they yeah
3: and sold awesome. it to you,
0: and it sounds like it worked.
3: It yeah. did. It was yeah. great. They had they uh, came in with a, a problem and a solution, and yeah. it was great. It was adorable. Yeah. So. Oh, that's
1: such good skills. I love it. <laughs> I know. I love it, I love it so type much. A. They're so type A. Um, yeah, half the people I work
0: with can't do that, so that's amazing.
1: Yeah. I, I just started a new job, and, and I love it, but there's definitely, you know, you look and it's like, you have no idea how to propose something. <laughs> yeah. you yeah, never I'm in your sure. life made a proposal of something that needs to be done, even when you know that it needs to be done.
2: Yeah, no, they were set. They were they took turns it. talking. <laughs> they were great. Oh, they even had gonna... like a little hat with frog ears on it. It was so cute. <laughs> oh, they're gonna and go so I
1: far.
3: Back at the end. I was like, yeah, that was wonderful. And here's what you did right. And, <laughs> and he was like, and here's what you did wrong. <laughs> no, get... they, they did everything good. So, but you know, then going back to what we foster at at in our community is their feedback and that um, giving them that positive feedback. So it was like. I'm really glad you, because they were really scared. So it's like you came in, you did it, even though you were scared to talk. to, I mean, to us, to I don't us. know why. Uh, <laughs>
2: um, they even said they're like, we don't know why we're scared to talk to you. We just went to Trans World with you,
3: like. <laughs> um, you know, so that was that was again another, you know, just.
1: It was a good m- moment, moment. for her. Moment.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was just a really nice moment with with those two, and mm-hmm. and to, I don't know, just it see just the, shows see we're growth. doing good. Yeah, yeah. Shows the growth. Yeah.
2: Because yeah, she started. One of the girls started when she was nine with us, yeah. and now she's pitching our, you know, us ideas, and it's really sweet to see. I love,
0: I love the ownership. I love the ownership that they're that's taking.
1: It's so huge. Right. I love it. It's it's great.
0: And it's, it's such a yeah. it's such a testament to the community that you've built there. That is so amazing. So cool to see. Why, thank,
2: <laughs> thank you. you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Any final thoughts for our
1: listeners?
2: Um, if you are interested in haunting. Go to any haunt in your area, walk up around 4 p.m. and say, hey, are you taking volunteers? I always get the question, how do you become a haunter? It's the easiest thing to do. (laughs) Find a haunt, go there and say, do you need a volunteer? Even if it's summertime, they're building, go find them. (laughs) Knock on the back door.
0: Yeah. If anyone's in the Maryland area, uh, Sanguine Creek Estates, we need people.
2: (laughs) Yeah. There's always a way into the hunt industry, and everybody's always like, "Oh, I really would love to do that." Well, you can, and you can love it, and you can live it, and it will become your new passion. <laughs> All you have to do is ask. Yes. That's it.
3: That's Just it. Show up, or be handed a business card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you did
1: kind of get Shanghai into this. I did. Yeah. She did.
2: She had to look. I knew. <laughs> I was like, mm, that girl's over six feet tall. She's mine. <laughs> can you hold a chainsaw? I'm like, you can lift anything. Can you hold things. a
1: chainsaw? Come here. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be a real chainsaw. No, oh, it, it was. was. It was.
2: <laughs>
3: That's yeah. even better. She would, she would come in every night and she'd be like, my arms are hurting. <laughs> like, you're it's doing like, great. Pull, you know, pull starting the chainsaw. Oh, yeah.
2: that. That
0: is, yeah. A, that is exhausting. <laughs> oh.
2: But she went from holding a chainsaw to the next year helping run business, so she moved up quick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ava, Andrea, it has been so much fun talking with you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, sharing a little bit of your experience, telling us about the Chamber. It has been a blast, and I hope that you will consider coming back on again sometime in the future.
2: Absolutely. We have many actors and, and managers who I'm sure would love to do it too. You can even talk to our youngest kids.
0: <laughs> I, I think that would actually make for a really great episode. Bring some kids on and uh, yeah, and get does. that perspective. We'll we'll be in touch and we'll see if we can set something up.
1: Uh, that would be a awesome. lot of fun. Now tell us, we're the best
3: co- uh, podcasters you've ever had.
0: You'd be the best guest? I think okay. you were definitely the best guest.
3: Yeah, absolutely, thank you. <laughs> she doesn't know anything about podcasts or technology. I don't.
2: Board, so. I don't.
0: That's okay. All you got to do is just go subscribe to the Haunting You podcast, and it'll take care of everything for you.
2: Oh, fun. Are you on Spotify?
0: We are on Spotify. We are on Podbean and Apple Podcasts and Amazon and Pandora and just about iHeart. iHeart Radio? Yep. Just about anywhere where you can find podcasts, you can find us.
2: Awesome. Great. I'm I'm looking forward to sharing it. (laughs) Please do. Alrighty, sounds, sounds good. good. It was really nice awesome. to meet you both. Nice
0: and you as well. Thank you again you so awesome much for coming on. It has been a blast.
2: Yeah, it Thank yeah, you. It was
0: fun. Okay, we'll talk later. My
2: first podcast. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just, just wait until you get to listen to yourself. It may change your whole perspective.
2: I know. <laughs> I, I won't listen to it because I know I talk too much, and my mom is going to be in my ear saying, Shut up. <laughs> I talk too much.
0: You did great. You did great. We had a lot of fun
1: keep lying to me i like
0: it <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks so much bye, hey, bye. thanks bye. oh my gosh les they were awesome. so much fun
1: i i love what they're doing to build a home for their community and the Absolutely. kids in their community that's just so and not even just build a home for them but The skills those kids are clearly learning and picking up of just being able to take initiative and take ownership and put something together and see something that needs to be done and be like, okay, we're going to do this.
0: And even like practical skills, um, learning to paint, learning how to use tools. I mean, I cannot imagine. I cannot even
1: try learning to make mistakes and that it's okay, and the world is not going to end and they're not going to get in trouble if the paint ends up on the wall (laughs) differently than what somebody else's paint is ending up on the wall. as. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So
0: amazing. And I hope that we get an opportunity to talk with some of their younger actors, some of the people who have been there Mm -hmm. um, for a long time. Because I would just love to hear their perspective of the community that, that they are building. Yeah. Well, that very neatly wraps up uh, what we wanted to accomplish today. Of course, we have to do a couple of housekeeping items to talk about. Okay, so real quick rundown of our social media. You can, of course, find Haunting You on Facebook at facebook.com slash hauntingyou, on Twitter at hauntinguniver one on Instagram at hauntinguniversity, on YouTube... I don't know if I can tell you what our YouTube is, because I haven't figured out a way to make it nice and easy to say. So go to our website at www.hauntingyou.com, just the letter U. Find our link to our uh, YouTube channel from there, and you will be able to see all the cool videos that we're putting together as we are building stuff. Yep. And as soon as my life
1: calms down, I will start doing makeup tutorials.
0: That would be... I'm really looking forward to that.
1: I am too. I just need 10 minutes to myself.
0: I know the feeling, (laughs) I know the feeling. It'll get better as the doggy gets a little bit older.
1: I know it will, and it'll get better now that we've got a trainer coming in and he's going to be working with us every every week. Yeah, we, did, we did that sleep. too.
0: So I think that is all for today. John, we miss you. John, we miss you. Come back soon. I think you would have had a lot of fun on this one too, making fun of us. What happened? Did we score? I don't know. It can't looked tell. like it
1: did, but it didn't say anything.
0: You can't tell what's happening here because we're watching a hockey game as we podcast uh, because the Avalanche are down three games to two uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs and we really need them to win because if they don't, I will be crushed and that our season is over. Yes, so, I mean, everybody I'll keep your fingers crossed. Well, by the time this comes out, the, the game will be well over, but I'm still keeping my fingers crossed. We might still pull it off and then force a game seven and then tell Vegas to suck it. Come on! I'll put that out in the world. Let's see if we can make it happen. But, yes. in the meantime, from all of us here at Haunting You stay spooky and happy haunting Hi everybody haunting you is a production of the rocky mountain home haunters llc all audio clips and sound effects are used under a creative commons attribution or public domain license from purple planet music at www.purple-planet.com or the sound bible at soundbible.com please see our facebook page for more information on all the clips used in this episode Haunting University can be reached via Facebook at www.facebook.com slash HauntingU with the letter U. Or on Twitter using the handle at HauntingUniver1. That's haunting U N I one Be sure to check out our new page on Podbean at www.HauntingU.Podbean.com.